Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I'm discussing all about how to find your why. Sapphire training helps the on-the-go woman feel more energetic, find her inner peace, and become more powerful by creating a fitness lifestyle she loves. Before I start today's episode, I do have a sponsor. It is my freebie guide because I created this guide um, basically to help you guys clean up your products. So I get asked all the time um, from clients, from friends, what cleaning products do I use? What about deodorants? What about makeup, laundry detergent? And why do they ask me this? Well, they kind of know, and I guess the last few years, I've really been trying to get rid of some of my toxic products and looking into what are the best products that I can purchase for my family um, to not only keep my family safe because asthma, skin irritation, um, we have cancers, allergies, all of that can be linked back to some of the products that you have. And so those are one of the reasons that I've really started to clean up, you know, my everyday products, such as like the mascara, the lotions, toothpaste, even. Um, and so I kind of have this freebie guide that I put out there for you guys. So if you're interested in figuring out how to switch over some of these household cleaners and products, um, I have that over on my website at andreaclausen.com slash clean up your products. And it's just a little freebie guide. I have put three brands under each different category they have. So I have three different mascaras, three different lotions, three different detergents, three different toothpaste. So, um, and I have them all linked. So it goes right into their websites or onto Amazon um, where you can buy these products. So it's super easy um, if this is something that you're looking to do. Cause I know a lot of my mom clients are like, I don't have time to look up, you know, which products are best for my family. And so I've kind of taken that legwork out of it for you guys and um, just composed the guide and gave you the website that I like to check into um, before I make my purchases. So this is also something that you can do. I just store it on my phone. Uh, so if I am looking into a new brand, I always like to look them up before I purchase anything from them. So I have all that information over there on my website. So on to today's show. Now today is the last uh, Peaceful Power Practice um, episode that I have for you guys planned out. So this is my last kind of cornerstone um, of my training philosophy. So my Peaceful Power Practices series, if you have not been tuning in, I did it all summer long. I did, um, this is practice number eight, I believe, of eight. And um, it's really geared to help introduce to you guys how I bring Ayurveda into my training practice and how I make traditional fitness philosophies work as well. So finding your why is something that is not necessarily strictly Ayurveda. It's not necessarily not. Um, so it's pretty much middle of the road. And it's something that I discovered after reading a book called No Sweat um, by Michelle Seeger. And I loved the book. I loved everything about changing my mindset of how I look at motivating clients. And so because of it, um, one of the main things, one of the main takeaways was finding your why. And it made so much sense after I read it. Um, I really hadn't thought too much about finding your why until um, I really started digging into this book and discovering, okay, if people aren't connected to why they started in the first place, um, and typically when I ask people, what are your goals, a lot of the times it's to lose 10 pounds, um, to feel better, to have more energy. And then that's where I would stop. I wouldn't push deeper just because I figured, okay, well, that's, that's their why. Um, and what I discovered from reading this book is that might be your initial why, but then you got to dig a little bit deeper. So usually when someone's coming to me and they want to lose 10 pounds, usually there's something else that they're searching for. It's not just those 10 pounds. Um, and it's my job to either try to 
get them to get to that level or over the time of our training sessions, then all of a sudden it starts to become a little bit more clear that there is a deeper why um, as we go on. And so one of the ways that I discovered this, and I'll just kind of give an example of my why. So right after having my son, I still needed to lose about 40 pounds. And I just did not feel like myself after having my son. I was kind of you know, I didn't know who I was in my own body anymore. And I just didn't feel good about myself. So my goal was to lose 40 pounds. And I thought that was my goal. I, you know, that was my goal, right? That's my why. Well, really my why was because I wanted to feel like me again. I mean, ultimately it was not necessarily just a number. The number didn't really matter if I started to begin to feel like, okay, the old Andrea is back. I do have a little bit more energy. You know, I feel a little bit more normalcy, like my hormones are going to be balancing out and all of that. I couldn't articulate at that time, but that is what I discovered over, you know, kind of that nine month journey of losing the baby weight and, you know, coming back into myself was, okay, this is what my really deep why was. It is to feel like me again. Now, once you've reached that goal. So now that I'm at kind of my goal, well, what is my why now? Because sometimes what happens is we reach that goal, which can be the first why, you know, to feel like you again. Well, how do you stay there? There has to be a deeper why yet. So my initial why actually, again, was not just to feel like myself. There's a deeper why underneath that. So if I dug a little bit deeper, now I have to get, well, how do I stay motivated to want to work out, um, you know, for life. Cause at this point it's a lifelong game. It's not like a, Hey, quick fix, which I'm not a big fan of anyway, but what is that motivation factor? Not only for myself, but for clients, because this happens all the time where I'll see people reach their goals and then we get stuck. Cause then we get decide, well, why are we doing this? And that's where we have to dig deep. Well, why are you doing it? So one of the reasons that I figured out that my deep why was, is I wanted to be able to play with my son um, go hiking, go biking, whatever we might do on a vacation. So say, you know, when my son is 16, so that's like 15 years from now, you know, that's a long game. Well, when he's, you know, 15 years from now, I want to be able to go out there and go hiking on a vacation with my son and not have to think I need to get in shape for this vacation. I need to train for this vacation. I want to think, no, I can do it. Like I don't need to train for it because I'm always training for life. I'm just always training. I'm always in. Um, shape enough to do that. So that was kind of my deep why. And uh, that was my motivation factor. And that's still what drives me right now. That is my why. Like that, there's nothing deeper than that um, for me right now. Like I want to be there. I want to be able to do those things. I don't want to have to think about training for it. Um, even running a half marathon, I wouldn't, I don't want to have to train for it. Now, granted I would. Um, but I, like, those are the little things that like Maybe a half marathon might be a bit much. Let's take her back a step. Maybe we'll do a 5K without training for one. Um, you know, just stuff like that where I don't have to think about it, which actually did happen to me this summer, ironically enough. I did run a 5K without training. Um, and my husband, it was so funny because the night before I ran it, I told him, I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot to train for this 5K. Like it literally just crept up on my schedule. And all of a sudden I'm like, I have a 5K tomorrow plus yoga for an hour and a half, plus meditation for another half hour. You know, that was my mini mindful triathlon that I did um, with Wonderlust this last summer in Minneapolis. And what do you know? He looks at me and he goes, I thought that was your why. I thought that was why you were training. Like you just have been telling me this, you know, for the last few weeks that that was your why. I was like, oh, and I kind of looked at him. I'm like, you're right. That 
it is. Like, this is my why. That is why I want to be connected to lifelong fitness. So I can do those sorts of things. So I'm not freaking out the night before because he's like, you're not, not in shape. You've been running. You just haven't ran that distance. You know, you've been training. So those are the little things that sometimes we have to take a step back from and say, you know what? You're right. Like that is all connected in the grand scheme of things. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. So that's my example of my why and how I dug a little bit deeper. So I kind of want you guys to think about how you can dig deeper with your whys. So the next thing is connecting to that why. What's going to get you excited to get out of bed in the morning to work out? So even if you're not a morning person, just think about this. If you had to get out of bed at 6 a.m. to do your workout, for some that might seem late, for others it's going to seem early, but if you had to at 6 a.m., what's going to make you want to jump out of bed and go do it? Now, some people are thinking nothing. There's probably something that you actually kind of enjoy or can at least tolerate, and then eventually maybe you'll enjoy it a little bit more. You know, so for me, I like to do yoga in the morning. If I'm going to get out of bed right away um, at, say, 5 a.m., I want to do some yoga just to kind of get into my body and get some movement going. Um, I found that I prefer to weight lift a little bit, like, later in the morning um, just so my body can wake up a little bit more. I have a cup of coffee. I kind of maybe train a few clients who have been moving. That's my preferred schedule. So maybe you, on the other hand, are like, you know what? That movement right away before coffee is what I need. Because if I don't do my movement, if I don't do my training session, my weight training session before I have my cup of coffee, it's not going to happen. So you have to kind of know where you fall on that. And that will help you stick to your path. So if you're looking to how do I stay to that why, well, that's one way. Now, another one, what is a lifelong fitness routine that works for you? So as I just stated before with my why, like I'm going lifelong now. Well, what works for you lifelong fitness wise? You know, what works right now might not work for me. Actually, it probably won't. 10 years from now, you might need to adjust it. But I want you guys to think about present day. What is that kind of that long-term goal? Like maybe you do want to run a marathon someday. Well, start to think about it. Okay, do I want to run one maybe in two years, in five years and 10 years, you know, kind of put that in the mental brain um, and just kind of say, okay, that's the year I kind of want to do this. So for me running my half marathon, I knew I wanted to do it before I, you know, was married. And so I ran it, literally I ran it a month before I got married, but that was kind of my goal is I did it. Now that I've done it, I don't really have the urge to do anymore, but I'm glad I did it. So those are the things I want you guys to start thinking about. What are those lifelong goals that you have? And, you know, start kind of etching out the years or the age that you want to do them. Now, next one, do you need to schedule outside accountability? So I know this one can be tough because it really depends on um, how you're motivated. You know, can you get motivated through just what you're doing for yourself? Or do you need some outside kind of cheerleading? And everyone at times does need some outside support but I want you guys to think about that for yourself and then align that. So I've talked about that in other podcasts of how to have that group and find that accountability. Um, but that is something that if you need that accountability, make sure you make that happen. Uh, and you're much more likely to stick to your routine if you have that accountability factor. All right. And then finally, to connect to the why, this is my favorite thing to do. Uh, it is writing 30, 60, and 90 day goals. So I got this actually from my business coach and I decided, you know what, this can actually be quite suitable for fitness as well. So I have broken it down into three fitness categories and where one is fitness, uh, one is nutrition. And then the third one is sometimes it's mindset stuff. 
Other times it can be my yoga, meditation stuff. Um, sometimes I change it to body changes uh, or the body changes, not just weight. It can mean inches. It can mean I want to do 10 pull-ups, that type of thing. Um, and those are some of the different categories I usually flip that third category to be depending on what my goals are. So that is one of the ways I like to do is I, in the next 30 days, what do I want to achieve? Then in the next 60 and then in the 90. So typically my 90 day goal is driving my 30 and my 60 day goals. So if I do have, you know, say that mindful triathlon that I did, that when it was 90 days away, I should have put that on my calendar and kind of just plopped in a couple running days in my 30 and 60 days to prep myself mentally for it. Um, and that's where it probably would have aligned better, but I don't think I even put it on my calendar because I forgot about it completely. Uh, but those are the things that you would want to put on there. So that will help you align with your training goals and make everything kind of fit nicely into the grand scheme of things, um, especially for anyone who's type A like myself, who likes to have that picture painted. So you kind of have an idea of your roadmap, you know, it's your fitness roadmap, where are you going and how are you going to get there? So the more likely you have that map, the more aligned you're going to be with the direction that you are going. So that's what I have for you guys today, you know, wrapping up that Peaceful Power Practice series um, and connecting to the why. So feel free to let me know what you thought of any of these. If you think that, hey, I think she's missing this one. This one's a really good one. Uh, let me know that as well. Like I'm always open to suggestions. Um, you can always DM me over on Instagram or uh, send me a Facebook message. And both Instagram and Facebook are at Andrea Claussen 21. Uh, and then I do have a challenge for you guys. So before we go, I do have a challenge and I want you guys to connect with your why. So that's my challenge. And then, you know, write down why you want to start your fitness journey and then feel free to share it with me um, over on any of the social media platforms. And I would love to hear uh, what your fitness journey is going to be looking like in the next 30, 60 or 90 days. All right. So everyone, I'll be back again in a few weeks with a solo show, but go ahead and go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the Peaceful Power Podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclausen.com, where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the Peaceful Power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.